Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, so just don't forget, double demerits apply from midnight Thursday until midnight Monday for speeding or using a mobile phone or radar detector while driving. Get caught and you could lose your licence twice as fast. Please take care on the roads. While we're talking about Fremantle and players, one thing I can... I saw Lloyd Meek yesterday. Yeah. Tried his guts out. Tried his heart. He's Mm. been working... I think he's been pretty... um, Proficient in recent times, working his backside off to try and get keep Peel in the finals, but uh, just got overrun yesterday. Too many of the Fremantle listed players had poor days yesterday mm, for Peel. Mm. Some of them looked as though they didn't really want to be there. But what news Lloyd, have you got on Lloyd Meek? Meek is in heavy demand. Now, Meek, uh, so he's 24. He's only played the 15 games for Fremantle, as we've said numerous times. He's expected to double his earnings, Peter. He'll double. double. He will double his earnings by taking one of the many offers that are on the table for him to go elsewhere and leave Fremantle. Now, I, I think Meek is most likely to head to GWS, where he's, you know, he's going to jump from about probably high 200s, 300 grand a year to about $600,000 mm-hmm. a year and mm-hmm. get a three or four year deal. Mm-hmm. Now, GWS is the most likely, but Gold Coast, North Melbourne, Richmond, St Kilda, Geelong, I understand, are all showing interest Gee, in Lloyd Meek. So he's another one of the contracted players that, that that is looking around and probably going to get a really good deal elsewhere. And if Fremantle get Luke Jackson, as we think they will, I think that deal will be done eventually. And part of the standoff with Lloyd Meek, oh, sorry, with uh, Rory Lobb, is for Fremantle to get the best possible deal they can from the Bulldogs to help them put together a package to give it to Melbourne for Luke Jackson to come to Perth. So Lloyd Meek would be another one that they would have to trade or could trade and get a reasonable swap of picks, pick or picks, to go with the package that Fremont need to put together for Luke Jackson. Gee, they're putting a lot of players uh, out. I tell you, what, I've never, I've never experienced anything like this in relation to a, a successful team that supposedly is going players, and how many of the current uh, squad are at the exit gate. It's just a mar- remarkable. Anyway, let's go to Paula Gosnells, who's joined us on the Scarborough Toyota open line. 13-12-55. Hi, Paul. Hey, g'day, boys. Hey, I um, wanted to talk about uh, front-ended contracts, but um, uh, Kim, are you prepared to say who the two players who didn't turn up to the meeting were? Nah, nah, because Fremantle... Oh... I th- have, I think you got, you have you got their find, jumper numbers? I think you might. <laughs> I think you might find that uh, the likes of Josh Tracy and uh, Sam Sturt, who are in contract, are also considering whether they can get a better deal somewhere else. Mm. So there you go. Interesting. Um, so front-ended contracts. So Pet players, you, you touched on this a bit to, uh, when you were talking about Rory Lobb earlier, saying yeah. that next year he's on less than he will be was on this year. So. I think when someone signs a front-ended contract and takes the big dollars at the front end, they are obligated, as far as I'm concerned, to write out that contract and play for the smaller bit. And if, for example, um, Lobb wanted to leave at the end of this season and an agreement was worked out between him and the club, that contract then should have been smoothed out so that over the two 
remaining years, it was um, shared 50-50. And I think you might find if that had happened, that the deal might be a bit easier to get done right now. Mm. Yeah, that's a good comment. Good on you, Paul. Yeah, no, good, good comment. We'll discuss with, it now, mate. Thanks G- for your call. Yeah, but with the GWS involvement last year, my understanding was that was once GWS indicated that they wouldn't, they wouldn't pay a big portion mm. of what Rory Lobb was due for this year, that, that that's when that deal fell through. Okay. Uh, let's go to the temper of Bedjet text line. Guys heard the Eagles are still waiting for players to get back from overseas holidays. That's why contract and delistings haven't happened as yet. Good on you, no, Elise. No, no, no. Uh, please, just letting please. you know that Braden Ainsworth is not on the Eagles list, was delisted last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just a, a correction on that. Norman Cowell says, no disrespect, Pete, but the long weekend is the Queen's birthday long weekend. Are they going to change that to the King's birthday or get rid of it altogether because it's a main event over East? Is it not? I've got no idea. I've got no idea what they'll do with the, the holiday that we've got on no, Monday that's, here, that's which, is, this, yeah, this... which is the Queen's birthday holiday. I don't know, Norman, what they're going to do. But, uh... but our, our Queen's birthday holiday coming this weekend, uh, mm-hmm. I think – it's pushed back and called the Queen's birthday. Same as in Melbourne, it's it's that second weekend in June. Isn't That's it? right. When they we have because the we have the WA Day long weekend, and they June, have the following weekend, yeah, and we don't have the Queen's birthday. That's when Melbourne and Collingwood play on that Monday. Yeah. Um, Big Al's back on again. Kim, what was your issue with the Papley mark? The laws of the game provide for incidental contact when going for a mark. <laughs> now, hang on. Let me read it. Let me read it, Haggis. The umpiring department says mixed messages as to how it should be interpreted. Now, Hawkins generally gets away with it with commentators claiming he makes good use of his body. Tex Walker is another who uses good use of his body. That is no, no, no. his no. hands. No. To work his opponent under the foot, he generally gets away with it. Oh, the Papley one was a just a dead set push in the back. <laughs> uh, I Tom tend Hawkins, to agree with you, Hank. Tom I Hawkins has got away with just a dead set push in the back. Uh Tex Walker, Taylor Walker has got away with some dead set pushes in the middle of the back. They're just terrible umpiring decisions. The worst one that I've seen in 2022 was Papley's push in the back of Darcy Moore on Saturday afternoon. He was squarely pushed in the middle of the back and pushed forward. I mean, if you hold your hands, if you are going to astutely use your body, as is some feeling, and your hands go into an opponent's back, so whether you're the forward or the defender, but particularly, say, the forward, so Hawkins. Let's, let's stay with Tommy mm-hmm. Hawkins. He, he'll probably do it this week. Yeah. So he puts his hands in the back. Now, if his hands stay and his elbows stay locked, so that's a push of strength, the, the defender is pushing back but on those back hands. On He's holding his ground. As soon as his elbows extend, that's a push. Yeah. And if they extend at the ferocity with what Papley did on Saturday, it's a dead set Can push and you, a blatant push in the back. And the, a discre- Simon Meredith's had a really poor final We were talking series. about it poor yesterday. I was talking about uh, this to a couple of people before we went on radio yesterday mm-hmm. about the game on Saturday. The umpires were very poor in that last quarter. They well, were very, very reluctant to pay a free kick. There was free kicks everywhere in that last five or ten minutes, and they didn't pay any of them. I, I, I'm not the one that falls for. I mean, you know, you hear so often the, the commentary, oh, the umpires have put the whistle away. I yeah, reckon that's good umpire. No, it's not. If there's free it's kicks It's not good there, umpiring. Give, no, exactly. Give them, and, they, and there was a lot of free kicks yeah. that weren't paid in the final ten minutes of yeah. that game. I'll tell you on the Saturday. other one that where I think I, – I think Jack Ginovan – has been absolutely castigated this season. He he is 
they are umpiring him differently to the rest of the competition. Aussie, Aussie rules. <laughs> the, the whole sport. Whole industry, the whole sport, he's being umpired on his own. The 50-metre penalty that he gave the other day, when he ran up to the mark and stopped and looked at the umpire, and the umpire said 50 metres, the umpire, one, hadn't called stand, and two, hadn't set the mark. The kid that was crazy. Stopped. The kid stopped on the mark. And when when we saw that in replay, you thought you saw the... I think his foot just moved, but he was, his, no, heel, no, no. his heel was locked, wasn't oh, it? I, I reckon just his, his foot really? might have just moved a fraction. Well, then if his name but was... But it was, re- uh, it was common sense. It was a stupid decision. If his name was Jack Gavinsky... Yeah. ...or Jack Smith he or Jack Jones... It would have been stand, stand, not up 50 metres. That's get you. rid of that Number rule. 33. We, with should we get rid of that rule? Oh, you'd love it too. Yeah. And you'd hope with Gillan McLaughlin gone that there's a bit of latitude because I, I'm not so sure that uh, too many of the football administrators at the AFL are game to have too much mm. to say. I mean, and that Brad Scott should be able to be better than that. Okay, we need to clear our final break uh, here it's on... that time already? Jesus, oh, we got to the grand final oh, No, we're going to talk about it briefly after I this. I want to quickly throw up the grand final issues, but also... Who might we be seeing for the last time Good. this okay. week, this Saturday? All right. It's going to be interesting. Toolmart, get the right tool from the start. They are the complete tool centre. They bring you drive with Peter Vlahos and Kim Hagdorn.